Hi, this is Karen and Tim Titus from Stampin' on the Back Porch, and we are doing our podcast about creativity, paper crafting, and life. Today's title is Chaos in the Craft Room. What? And yeah, this might be like a three-part series, because today we're only doing step one, talking about decluttering. It's Would actually, you say we have chaos? No, it's actually chaos in the craft house. Yeah, because we live in a craft house. Yes, there are crafts in every room. It's not a room. Except the kitchen, but that's Tim's domain, and, and there's chaos there too. So oh, there uh, is? let me tell you, but we, we aren't going to deal with that. But it's a very that. loving chaos. <laughs> And crafting isn't. That's no. well, true. <laughs> so, so a friend was telling me that she was going to go craft the other day, and she walked into her craft room. There was no space to craft. It was so depressing. She walked out and she said, "I need to schedule a spring cleaning <laughs> day <laughs> instead." And you know, it is spring, and it's kind of fitting. So, uh, you know, sometimes we just need to let go of things to make space for the new. I think that's what it comes down to. Unless you have an ever expanding um, area. Uh, you know, <laughs> and we don't, most of us don't. So, you know, there are some different schools of thought on decluttering. What's your favorite? <laughs> Marie. <laughs> What's Marie's last name? Kondo. Kondo. Marie Kondo had this TV show that we watched. I watched two episodes and it was so depressing. I loved it. <laughs> so depressing. I couldn't watch it anymore. I don't even remember he her just, name. He just gets so attached to things. But, you know, in that method, so I'd love to know who, who's done that and all that. You pull everything out, and then you look at it and sort through. And does it bring me joy? He has one answer, and one answer only. Everything does. Yes. It all brings him joy. He didn't yes. know he had it till he looked at it, but now well, that he looks at yes. it, it brings him joy. <laughs> I have so much joy. I found the other day get well cards from my appendix surgery when I was a kid when I was in high school and he has saved them and I saved all them. these moves so I guess so so I guess that tells you how nostalgic he is about things but that it won't be the topic of what we're doing other people like to take just like one area of the craft room and just kind of really work through and kind of what's on there so it's whatever you like to do but I know for me I like to start with like one thing at a time so let's start with stamp sets because that's of course the biggest thing for me so I go through and now that the discontinued list comes out tomorrow, actually, um, I will pull out everything that's discontinuing because I do do this for a business. So that makes it easy. So I'm going to tell you how I'm going to organize and then I'm going to have some tips if you aren't doing this for a business. I pull everything out because I just stay with what's current. And then in my main room, then I, then I group everything that is Christmas and very definitely autumn, like Thanksgiving, Halloween, things that are just set for that that aren't very, like I would keep a leaf set year round, but things that are just specifically for that, I group together and I go put them on the bottom shelf in a little room off to the side where I can get to them, but they're not convenient because I don't need them until the next time I have that season. And then from there, I take, I will want room. So I'll have my empty shelf in my main room. I always have a few of my favorite word stamp sets because they're my go-tos. You need those for anything. But then the rest of it's going to be new sets as they come in because that's what I want to be working with. That's what I want to notice when I walk by. That's kind of where my thoughts are. And so everything that is still current but is no longer new, it's just again in the catalog, I will put those again in the other room too. So they're easy to find. I know where they are. But it isn't going to be the main thing that I'm most interested in. Can right I give now. you credit? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You had no idea I did that. I had no idea. No idea. He just knows. I just that, thought it know. was clutter. <laughs> I didn't realize it was organized clutter. 
with with <laughs> with a tactical connection to the future. Yes, and then I do, um, I do get rid of. I do pass on everything that is retiring now. If I weren't a demonstrator and we're doing this, some of the other ways of looking at this would be, it might be, I would group things by season to go through. So for instance, if I pulled out all the Christmas sets, are there some that I'm just kind of done with that I, you know, I think that's the best way of looking at, will I use this again? Uh, would I rather get some new ones, you know, and kind of do that with each of the seasons and see what you can part with. And then after that, I know some people like to put them alphabetically. That would never work for me because I can never remember the names of stamp sets. <laughs> so, you know, and again, for me, I group them by what catalog they're in. So, uh, so they are actually grouped and easy to find because I just kind of know it's from that area. But I think the key is just to find whatever works for you, but to have some kind of an idea there. I just know for me personally, I like to have what's out and close to me, what I want to currently work on. I think, think sometimes... I know for me, if I have way, way too many options, it actually limits my creativity because I don't know, he just kind of can't even decide where to start. So that's my little tidbits. And then I know I'll do the same thing for the all the dies. And I know a lot of people put a magnetic sheet in the stamp set that has a die to go with it so you can keep them right together and they're all right there. So you're going through all that and that always works works well I think then the next big area that I think about is paper do I have paper a lot <laughs> and you know I'm thinking of all the pretty pattern papers all that designer series paper I don't know it just collects I just have great ideas I'm going to use all this but I end up <laughs> with lots of it so the first thing that I do if I have a bunch of that and a lot of them have little bits you know you know how it is I like to cut them down into six by sixes or four by five and a quarter so the big card fronts they're easy sizes to use and they're easy to, I can put them all in a basket and then they're there for easy reference. Even if I'm gonna pass them on, that can be an easy way to just have them grouped and sorted so I don't have just all these, you know, odd sizes of things going around. I like one by sixes. <laughs> yeah, you, he can sit and make all the strips, he does. No, See, bookmarks. the parts I cut off, he's always looking for what I'm gonna put in recycling and I he do. pulls them out for bookmarks. So I think that's a, but I wanted to share this fabulous idea that came about that people were talking about. I heard about during, during this last year when we've all been so isolated, someone suggested making activity art baskets for boxes you know for kids although they could be for adults too we'd all love it grandkids and they put them out for porch pickup and mm. they would they would even put that on like their facebook neighborhood page or, or kind of wherever and just say you know hey if you have kids or you like to do crafts come pick up i have boxes for this or just put out for your friends anyone that you know have kids and i thought that's a great thing year round i thought what a fun idea for passing your things on <clears throat> but the other thing is to do the same idea in your house for when kids come over like i'm thinking of grandkids but anytime you have kids come over so my thought was to have a you know a large box where you're putting all this extra stuff and all like discontinuing or the embellishments you're done with anything you're done with but things that are still good only of course they're all grouped in a big thing and then from there you'll take a small box and you'll keep refilling it so every time they come over it's going to have new papers in it new ideas in there new embellishments and it's like you know those of you who get craft kits card kits in the mail you know how fun it is to open it up and see what's in there that's kind of duplicating this and i think that would use up a lot of that thing and you know kids love nothing more than to get 
a bunch of cool things together and they don't need help with what do I do with this? They'll just go for it. So if you want to be that adult in their life that kind of has these fun kits to bring out, I thought I just really love that idea. So whether you do the porch pickup or you do it in the house or <clears throat> you create those boxes and give them to families that have kids and say, or, you know, bring this out. Mm-hmm. If you use my idea, which I just thought of. Yeah. Instead of the um, little free libraries for books that are out you, by the... We could have a little free craft library. Yes. Yes. But, you know, it'd be fun to be known as that person in the neighborhood, too. And I thought uh, there's something about getting together and opening something fun and just and just creating. And it makes everything feel <clears throat> new again, you know. And, and, of course, some of the same things can come up in later boxes. But you're mixing it up so it always feels fresh and different. So anyway, I just think that's a really fun idea. And it's a good way to use up. You know, you can also sell things and donate things, and we all know that. But this would be another fun way of getting that last use out of them. And then another, and I think this is fun to involve. I've done this with the uh, with my grandson. We'll sit and we'll, I'll pull out all of the markers, and we'll go through, and we'll just test them. So we're talking and testing. You know, that's a, a fun thing to do that kind of thing, and that way you know you're getting rid of the old stuff. But you're talking, and they're they're helping you out, and it's just kind of a, a fun thing. Something we have to talk about another day is whenever I start decluttering, one of the things I come across is all of my half-done projects, you know, um, I'm trying to limit those in what we do. But, you know, that'll be a whole other topic we can, we can talk about. <laughs> and she lets me finish them. But for now, we're just going to not get sidetracked and just kind of get through that deep clean. So I would love to hear if you are up for doing that along with me and let's hear your your tips and tricks and how it's going will support each other over in the backboard. <laughs> we'll do it Facebook Live and I'll follow Karen around with my camera. Yes. And then, yes, and at some point we will do a tour of our craft space, maybe after the decluttering. And then we will talk about getting it organized and then uh, keeping it organized. You know, these are all just fun, fun things. Because, you know, we, we crafters, we, we like our stuff. And there's always new stuff have come around. But... This is kind of exciting time. So love you'd be on board with us. And uh, for chaos in the craft room, no more. <laughs> None. <laughs> or all organized. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye.